Well, good morning, friends, and welcome to our 945 service on this, the 18th Sunday after Pentecost. It's World Communion Sunday, which we love so much. It's good to be together in God's house. Welcome to those of you in the room. Many more we know who are joining us online. Uh, I look around, a no, quite a number of you are visiting with us. We are so honored uh, that you have come to this place. We hope you'll leave some contact information before we get away. We'd love to begin the process of befriending one another. Thank you for coming. Uh, my name's James Howell. I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm up front this morning with my friend and colleague, Reverend Taylor Pride Barefoot. Good morning. It's so good to be in worship with you all today. There is so much going on in the life of the church right now, and we encourage you to check out what that is uh, in the bulletin and to continue to be a part of the life of our church throughout this month. Uh, we also want to bring your attention to next Sunday at 2 p.m. We're going to have a blessing of the pets in Hopedale Lot, uh, which will just be a great event, so we hope you join us for that. Um, but for today, let us continue on in worship and fellowship together.
church, let us continue to raise our voices together as we affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed, which is found in your hymnal on page 881. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Join me as we confess our sins together with a prayer of confession in your bulletin. We carry anger in our hearts we cannot release. Our past regrets continue to shame us with pain. Scarcity binds our hearts from generosity and growth. Give us courage to choose you in the face of temptations. Set us free for joyful obedience and faithful witness. Open us to a future of peace, hope, and love with you. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. The epistle reading is Philippians chapter 2, beginning with the first verse. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any incentive of love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by be being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind, do nothing from selfishness or conceit, but in humility count others better than yourselves. Each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form 
of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. This is the word of God for the people of God. John, thank you for this reading. Uh, scholars believe this passage uh, was an early Christian hymn. I try to imagine uh, the voices of those Christians huddled in uh, small homes, uh, sometimes endangered, uh, just t trying to stay alive as Christians, goodness, gathering together, but singing these words that have this mind among yourself, which was the mind of Christ, how he humbled himself. To me, it's, a, it's kind of Paul's explication of uh, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. I guess Billy Graham made this uh, everybody's favorite Bible verse, although we, we hear it too narrowly, don't we? We tend to hear, for God so loved me, that God gave his son on the cross, that if I believe the cross is my forgiveness, then I get to go to heaven one day. It's broader than that. Uh, for God so loved the world, I mean, like, the world, <laughs> the whole world, everything in it. You know, we tend to take photos of sunsets or big mountain ranges and go, oh, God's handiwork is amazing. You know, the unphotogenic stuff is God's handiwork. We beautiful people, we have such beautiful people here. The unphotogenic people are, are God's handiwork. God loved the world, everything in it. God loved the world. Uh, God humbled himself and came down, and not just down the cross, uh, Philippians names it. He was born. He was born. The story of God giving Christ to us is when Christ humbled himself and came down. He entered into his mother Mary's womb. Uh, that's how you got started. You, you were in somebody's womb as a next to nothing, and nobody even knew that you were there yet. God enters into that with us. Uh, such a lovely, such a lovely thing. Uh, he humbled himself. The, the question is, I mean, Paul says, have this mind that was in Christ. I mean, if Christ humbled himself and became a servant, how can we do any less? And if you humble yourself, like one, you don't have everything all figured out yet. And one thing you surely don't do if you have humbled yourself, you're not passing judgment on other people, yourself included. If you're humble, that's just not, just not a thing, just not a thing. For God so loved the world, uh, how did God love uh, the world so much? One of the things is that God doesn't insulate us from harm. Some people get disappointed in God. I thought God would protect me and the people that I love, but this terrible thing happened. God doesn't insulate us. It's because God, the image is in the Bible. God's like a good parent. If you're a good parent, you don't lock your children in their rooms and like, you know, nothing bad will ever happen to them because they're locked in their rooms. So you you got to let them out, and they got to go make their own mistakes. 
you sometimes want to ask, why do they have to make so many mistakes? But, yeah, it's just a thing. You have to give them uh, space. You know, and terrible things happen. We've had a bunch here just lately. Uh, a friend of mine was running over on Sharon Road and got shot by a stranger. Like, that shouldn't go on in a world like ours. We had, we've had deaths lately. Uh, a mom far too young, man was doing great, had his funeral on Friday, 61. And then, and then I don't know why this has hit me so hard, Sarah Stevenson, just one of the giants in our community and a great friend who worshiped with us for many years, died. She was 97. But you can't say, oh, that was enough. She was a giant. She was a difference maker in our community. Oh, we're going to miss her. Somebody's got to step up into those <laughs> Huge shoes. Beautiful. Frederick Beatner said the world is beautiful and terrible. Like, that's just how it is. It's beautiful and it's terrible. That's the world that God loves, and we have to keep on loving in such a world, in such a place. For God to love the world, uh, God wasn't, uh, how shall I put it? Andy Dillard said, God wasn't stingy. <laughs> When God that made the world, God could have said, there's just one kind of food and that'll do. There's just one kind of tree. There's just one kind of bird. That'll be enough. We'll have a lot of those birds. <laughs> we'll just have one skin color. That'll be plenty. No, God just, God couldn't stop making stuff in, in God's chemistry lab. God just created, you know, I'll try mountains and valleys. I'll try barnacles. I'll try centipede and bullfish and, and hummingbirds. And you got, God just like can't, so Andy Diller says God is, profligate. God just makes so much, and this the diversity, and we delight in it. We are awed by it. It's World Communion Sunday. It's the day we should do what we do every day. It's just be filled with awe, the wonder of God's world. God, God loved the world so much that yeah, I think God's crowning achievement, like what is the best thing that God made? Let <laughs> me suggest that it is uh, dinner. You didn't expect me to say that, did you? Dinner. God made it so that we eat together. There's something magical that happens when you eat with somebody, right? People you've never eaten with, you, you cannot do the humble thing and you can judge them and so on, but, but if you've eaten together, if you eat together, just something changes. And how do we spend a, a meal teaches us how, how to be Christians, I think, and like you got to pass the potatoes, you know, somebody didn't have to reach across, you pass it to them. You don't take the last biscuit, you compliment the cook, and the cooks dazzled you too, like, wow, a souffle, <laughs> what, what creativity in the kitchen, that was uh, amazing, that was amazing. Uh, dinner, it's an amazing thing. We come to a dinner today. God made this so that we would know God. You know, I, uh, a while back, I don't watch a lot of television, and I tend, when it's on, I tend to go to sleep, unless it's a Duke sporting event. And I wish I had gone to sleep last night before <laughs> that Duke sporting event ended. Anyway, uh, Lisa and I, a while back, were watching Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, I think, is way more popular than church. I was talking to a guy recently. He said, yeah, I don't get church much. But man, I was binging Ted Lasso. Like, okay, fine. Let it go. So Ted Lasso, season three, episode seven. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, the, probably the cutest uh, guy uh, on the Richmond football team is Sam. Sam's just charming. He's a great player, but he's just wonderful in every way. And he owns this restaurant. And uh, he goes to the restaurant one day, and it's run by a woman named Simi. They're uh, immigrants, by the way, from Nigeria. And she's raging 
uh, because the British Foreign Secretary has been on TV making some racist, hostile remarks toward immigrants, and she's just upset about it. So Sam decides he'll use his position as a famous soccer player to tweet against this. So he does so, and then that night, his restaurant is vandalized. Somebody comes in and breaks all the windows out and tears everything up, and Sam sees it, and he's just desolate. He just wants to give up. He wants to get rid of the restaurant and just kind of hide out. But his father, Ola, comes from Nigeria, and he's a big, gracious man, and he sees Sam in tears, and he says to Sam, you, 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 you can't give up. You can't let evil win. You, you have to forgive. You have to move on. Sam gathers himself, so he says to his father, well, you know, come with me to the restaurant. It, it needs a lot of work. When he gets there, the whole team, the whole Richmond football team is there, and they, they've already repaired most of the restaurant. They've been replacing windows and fixing the counters and everything. And Sam's amazing. And those guys are from all over the world too, right? <laughs> and Ola, he's a great cook. He says, let me prepare dinner for everyone. So he makes this fabulous meal, and they sit at the table, and they just have an absolute ball there in the restaurant. And I saw that, and I thought, world communion. That's what World Communion is like, right? We come together, we celebrate, it's great joy. I don't know about you, I'm awed that Christians all over this world are doing this today with us. And I've had the privilege to travel on your behalf. When I go places, I think I'm there for those people. I've been in China with Christians who were imprisoned and Christianity was illegal for years, but then it became legal and I've been with them to have to break bread at the Lord's table. It's a beautiful thing. We, we have children, orphans being mentored and getting jobs in Kenya, sweeping to the West as that longitude's been coming toward us all day. Uh, preached an ordination service in Liberia. 90 men were ordained. They're doing this uh, today. Done it in Great Britain, where the John Wesley, our founder, came from. Started here in the eastern United States, gradually going west, about hitting the time zone of Texas, where we have border ministry with immigrants who often are, are not treated or thought of well by people who don't get the humble thing. We need to be humble. We've got to be humble, and it will sweep further around the world. I'm awed by that, that we're part of something bigger. It's not just us and our narrow little lives here. And uh, the Ted Lasso dinner thing really matters because you know, those people showed up and they fixed what was broken. They don't just enjoy the feast that, that Olaf prepares. They fix what is broken. That's what we do. We're the body of Christ. We fix what's broken. We look for what's broken. It's why we're building habitat houses this week. It's why we reach out to people that are broken, that nobody else in the world cares for. It's such a privilege, for God so loved the world. He humbled himself and became a servant, and that's what we're made for. It is our great joy. It is our great delight. And I should say this, that when we think of World Communion Sunday, it's not just that it's across space, that we do this all the way across the globe with people. It also extends across time. We share this meal today with people who've been dead and gone for a long time, or maybe just recently. You may know someone in your heart that you miss, that you love, that you've not seen. They're with us mystically in the mercy, in God's immense mercy, which is greater than, than death. It's greater than any suffering. 
Such a beautiful thing, such a privilege. I hope you'll come this day with uh, joy, with anticipation, and ready to go out into the world as joyful people, ready to fix more of uh, what's broken out there. Thanks be to God. Let us go to God in prayer together. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. We gather because you call us your own. We gather because we desire to grow in love with you and with our neighbors. We gather because we want to encounter your graceful presence in our lives and in your world. So humble us this day so as to seek you all the more. Lord, may we become more faithful as you are so faithful to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In this world, we encounter beauty and joy, moments of love, service, fellowship, and laughter. But we also witness the loss, pain, tears, and sadness. We celebrate with our siblings and share our goodness with your world. And in times of our sorrow, Help us to remind one another of your everlasting faithfulness and goodness in our lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We offer our failures before you, seeking your forgiveness, trusting in your mercy. We wish to live in peace, yet we often harm others. We wish to grow in generosity, but scarcity paralyzes us. We wish to forgive others, but our past memories haunt us. May the good news and the assurances of Jesus always be greater than the sum of all of our past wounds and traumas. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lift up families and friends who grieve this day as they've said their earthly goodbyes to their loved ones. Families and friends of Jeff Burgess and Frank Timberlake. We lift them up to you now. But even in times like these, we give thanks for these friends who have finished their course in faith are now with you as you have graciously received them into your heavenly home. And in all things, in all places, at all times, we remember and we give thanks for your presence in our lives here now and forevermore. Amen. Friends, Carter Build starts today. Uh, that is where we build homes for so many of our friends in our community. We have over 40 people from our church volunteering and thousands more across the country. As the ushers come forward, we are reminded of God's goodness and generosity in our lives. Let us give thankfully. Let us give joyfully.
O Lord, bless our gifts so they may touch the lives of those in need and become roots of justice in the world for the sake of Jesus Christ, who sends us out in love and in whose name we pray. Amen. As the children of God, we come to our Lord's table now. In the United Methodist Church, all are welcome at the Lord's table. If you have a pulse, you're welcome at our Lord's table. None are excluded. Jesus wants everyone to come. We'll begin with our prayers of consecration. We'll speak the responses today. If you don't know them, they're on pages 13 and 14 at the opening of the hymnal. After the leaders receive, the ushers will guide you in coming forward. You can receive uh, several ways. There'll be two lines at the front and then also a station at the back. Somebody who hands you a piece of bread, dip it gently into the cup, return to your seat by way of the outside aisle or the stairs if you're in the back. Uh, you can receive, we have these uh, handy packets that are uh, gluten-free and COVID-friendly. If that's important, you can also receive kneeling at the altar rail. It's a great privilege and a great joy to come to our Lord's table to this great feast today as we share with Christians all around God's world. So let us give thanks to God. The Lord be with you. And also Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. You created all things and called them good. You created all people and called them good. You invite them to be part of your body in this world. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, the Lord Jesus took bread. And after giving you thanks, he broke the bread. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. Again, he gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. 
Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we might be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your holy church, all honor and glory are yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now let us pray boldly as our Lord taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, joining us online. This is the body and blood of Christ given for you.
So friends, would you join with me now as we pray together the prayer after communion, which you will find printed in your bulletin. Let us pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
to preach longer. If I'd known, we'd be done earlier. It's been good to be together in God's house. It will be good to go out into the world as the people of God. What a privilege. What a joy. And now may the grace of our risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each one of us both now and forevermore.